in the name of Jesus. Amen. In preparation for Christmas this year, my dearly beloved wife has decorated the house more than we have done in the past 10 years. And most enjoyable throughout that process has been seeing the many homemade ornaments, Christmas decorations made by our kids. What wonderful memories. It's made me think of the first time that I saw each of them at their birth. First time I saw them. First time we named them. First time I held them. It made me think of all the firsts that we as parents have been privileged to behold. First steps. First haircut. First time they wrote their name with a big fat crayon. First day of school. And the list goes on, doesn't it? You can relate. And should the Lord grant us and our children more years still in this world, I'm sure there are many more firsts yet to come. Thanks be to God for those. Our Old Testament reading speaks in a similar way. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago, I was set up at the first before the beginning of the earth. Scripture thus speaks of firsts and points us to one specifically. This one that Scripture points to is the one possessed by the Father at the beginning of his work. This one was the first of his acts. This one was present at the establishment of the heavens, was beside God the Father as a master workman. But there's so much more than just being the first. For this one, like a parent looking at their children's homemade Christmas ornaments or remembering their first steps, this one rejoices in God's inhabited world. This one delights in the children of man. Do you recognize the depths of God's love, care, and concern for you? Do you as his child see how much joy you bring him as he watches you grow and experience this life? That he is there with you through all of your milestones, both your struggles and your achievements? And who specifically is this one who was the first and who also rejoices and delights in you? Paul writes in Romans 15, our second reading for tonight, the root of Jesse will come. Even he who arises to rule the Gentiles in him, in this one, will the Gentiles hope. As we've learned a lot about the Jesse tree through this season of Advent, as we've heard three wonderful sermons from our retired pastors, we have learned of God's amazing and glorious love for you, for his children. And God's love begins with the first, with his own son. And then God's love has many firsts 
but all of them are for you. Creation. Preservation. Even in the midst of seeing his children, the first two, after his son, Adam and Eve, seeing them commit the first sin in the Garden of Eden, your heavenly Father yet loved and provided for them. He made a promise, besides giving them clothes that fit, that out of the dead stump of humanity, there would come a son, a human son, just like you, just like me. That even in the midst of death, there would be new life. That even in the midst of the, the, cha- the changes of this world of, of sin, of death, and the devil, that there would yet be a future and a hope. And all of this would be through the child of the promise, the one, the Son of God. In the last book of your Bibles, you'll find Revelation. John the Apostle, there in the book of Revelation, is the last one of the twelve disciples left alive. And he's exiled, seemingly without hope or a future, which might be how you sometimes feel in this sinful world. But Jesus, the one, comes to John, literally. And Jesus, the Son of God, says to John, Stop being afraid, John. I am the first and I am the last. I am the living one. I was dead and behold, I am alive forever and ever and I have the keys of death and hell. You see, Jesus, the Son of God, the first and the last of Jesse's tree, is God's fulfillment of his love for you. He has redeemed you brought you back from the dead, brought you back from the decaying stump of humanity and fallen creation, and he's made you his own child. So God the Father gives his own son as the most important first of all history, gives him into death upon a tree. And as I said earlier, God's love has many firsts, but all of them are for you. Through this tree at Golgotha, justification, redemption given freely to you. No work do you have to do, nothing to earn. God freely gives. That's how much he loves you. And so as you gaze perhaps at your Christmas tree, your ornaments, as you perhaps this season remember all the firsts of your children and your life here on earth, Give thanks to your Heavenly Father, who has brought you new life and a future. And perhaps even as you contemplate last things, whether it be death or the threat of it, or life-changing circumstances that have occurred or will occur to you, hear as well the last words spoken to the Apostle John and recorded at the end of Revelation, where Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Thus, we've studied the Jesse tree this Advent season, preparing us for a deeper understanding and appreciation for for Christ's birth, for his death and his resurrection. 
We've heard from the Old Testament prophets, specifically Isaiah, who spoke of this coming one declaring, I am the first and I am the last, and besides me there is no God. We've learned to repent of our idolatry of the times that we look for someone else or something else where we want more than just the one who has been given to us. We've also heard of countless saints who who came to faith. And as Paul wrote to the Christians at Thessalonica, saints who turned to God from idols, turned to God to serve now a living and a true God. And so God's love has many firsts, and they're all for you. Sanctification, the work of the Holy Spirit with you, for you, in your life, alive and well. All of this, all first, made possible by the first and the last of Jesse's tree, Jesus Christ, your Savior. Thus, Christianity. Historic, orthodox Christianity stands in a class by itself with reference to a God who so loves the world and reveals himself as Father, as Son, and as Holy Spirit. Our very faith, our Christianity, thus hinges entirely upon the child of the promise, the One, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And we add nothing else, no one else, to that One. For in Him, you have everything. Revelation chapter 3 tells that Jesus is the beginning of the creation of God. And the Greek word for beginning is arche, which is what archaeologists look for, a beginning. The word arche is defined by some academics as that by which anything begins to be, the origin, the active cause. The word arche is also defined as the originating source of the creation. And so as we pause here tonight to talk about firsts, about beginnings, maybe perhaps pinning our hopes on a new year, 2021, that would be starkly different from this last one, that all the restrictions would cease, that money would fall down from the sky, or whatever it is you might think or want or so desire perhaps we would do well to ensure that our faith is firmly fixed on the one who defines all of these first and beginnings. Thus, we must remember that Christ is also the end of all things. Listen to these words from 1 Corinthians 15. Then comes the end when he, Christ, shall deliver up the kingdom to God the Father, when he shall have abolished all rule and all authority and power, for he must and will reign till he has put all his enemies under his feet, for the last enemy that shall be abolished is death. You need this one. You need this one who is the first and the last, because without him, there is no birth. There are no first steps, no first memories, there is no life, and there is no future. But thanks be to God, for Jesus is the first and the last, 
Thus, the writer of Hebrews characterizes our Lord Jesus as, quote, the author, the archagos, the beginning, the leader. The author of Hebrews also characterizes Jesus as the finisher, teleotis, one who brings to completion. Jesus is the author and the finisher, Hebrews 12, verse 2, of the faith. Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. You need nothing else. You need no one else. Do you see what this means for you? As Colossians 2, verse 10 tells us, you are complete in Christ. This is what your faith, your simple faith, given to you by hearing the word, sealing you in the waters of holy baptism, and nourishing you in the body and blood of Christ, this is what your faith grabs hold of, the one, Christ, the first and the last. Thus you have no need for the mediation of angels, or saints, or lottery ticket. You need no refinement from councils, or popes, everything to sustain you is in the gospel, which is about the one, that is Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. So enjoy the memories this Christmas, would you? Whether you're sheltering in place or heading home, they will be on your thoughts and your minds, many firsts, many beginnings, Christ has come for you. Let us truly rejoice and give thanks to God for his unspeakable gift, the greatest of all gifts, his son, the first and the last of Jesse's tree. For in him, this one, your life is hidden, and forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation are truly and utterly yours. May the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. In the name of Jesus.